Hey everybody, I am back. Uh, I got some funny stuff to tell you. So, um, we had a little bit more car trouble and I got that scooter. <coughs> and I was telling you guys about it on the podcast, I think. And um, see, I forget who I tell shit to. So, I'm like, yeah, we got to talk about today's adventure today on the podcast. Okay. So I got up, you know, it was charged and well, last night I figured out that you had to kick to start. So you have to get a little momentum going and then the throttle will take hold after or, or else you could like take off like and not mean to if you hit the throttle. So I get why they do that. So you have to basically get on and kick a couple times and as the wheels are in motion, now the motor will engage. So I figured that out. I Googled it and I'm like, uh, something's not right here. You know, I know there's nothing wrong with this thing, you know. So anyways, I found that out and then I could not resist to go out there and, and last night at like 1030 in the dark <laughs> and I put the, um, you know, I figured it out and I went around a few times outside and I'm like, I'm catching on pretty quick to this thing, you know. But as a teenager, I skateboarded, I rode bikes, um, you know, whatever we could get our hands on, you know, scooters, um, motorbikes, grill carts, you know, anything on wheels, you know, roller skates, all of it. Roller blades. When I was 40, I learned how to roller blade. Because I'm like, bitch, you ain't too old to learn anything. You can learn anything you want and you're going to do it. And I got myself some elbow and knee pads and a helmet and everything, y'all. And I was like, oh, I can do this. And I did it. I learned how to rollerblade. Um, I I liked it. It was just, um, it's a little more difficult or odd for someone who grew up on traditional roller skates. But it's still fun. Uh, they got a roller skate club down here, by the way. And, like, you can go roller skate with a group on the island. It's really cool. So, I aspire to be at that point in my life when I'm able to go out and enjoy things like that. You know. <coughs> so, anyways, since um, I decided this morning, I was like, I got to try this scooter out. You know, first thing, right out of the gate. Got to go to Kroger. And Kroger has Starbucks inside, right? So, go to Starbucks, get myself um, and my roommate, like, um, two nice breakfast sandwiches from Starbucks. Pick up a couple other little things, and I'm on my way, right? I come all the way back to the house. I'm like, yes, that was awesome. And then I end up, um, I put it back on the charger, and I was like, that should be good enough to get to work. They said seven miles. So... Uh, that did not happen. I chugged out at 47th Street and Broadway down at, you know, I was headed towards the Strand and I only had a few more minutes to go on the scooter, but the battery died. So I had to call my friend and get rescued. <laughs> so she had to come down. She's like, will it fit in my car? She didn't know what kind of scooter I meant. And I was like, oh no, this is little. It folds up. So... She came down and got me and took me down to work and I made it by 10, barely. <coughs> but, excuse me, luckily there was a, another employee um, was there because it's spring break and she already had the shop open. Thank you, Jesus. 
<clears throat> I was running late. But, you know, um, thankfully she was there and got the shop open. Y'all, it's hot in Texas, and this bungalow does not have air conditioning. It's so hot. <sighs> Plus, I just took a shot of Fireball. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, God. But anyway, so I got to work, and Jackie, I was just cracking up with everybody over having to be rescued out there because I underestimated it because I'm on the bigger end of the weight um, limit on this. So I really should have went up a size, you know, one more size on my scooter. <coughs> um, and then it would have been more in my range. You know what I'm saying? Like, it only goes seven miles with the average teenager, I think. You know, this said 220 weight limit, and I'm probably sitting at like 210, 215. So it only went three miles for me. Because I got on the map and mapped it out and it told me how many miles it was. And, I mean, bang. It was 2.8 miles this morning to Kroger and back. And then I had a little left over to get all the way down to Avenue K. Uh, I mean, 47th and Broadway. So, <sighs> I just didn't think things through. I thought it all the way to It'll be all right. I went out on like two bars. <coughs> I should have known better. <coughs> so you just learn by doing, you guys. Uh, I'm just sitting here trying to cool off, man. This is like madness. Sitting in this bungalow with no fucking air conditioning. I mean, phew. I'm going to be out on a porch tonight. <laughs> Till it's time to go to bed. Might just sleep out there. Fuck it. You know? I'm not really going to sleep out there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's it's pretty toasty in here. <clears throat> so we have to figure out some solutions. Um, I'm thinking if we order one of those um, air conditioners that... What is it? How do you do that? Air conditioner that sits in the, like, it sits in the middle of the room, like a mobile one, and then, you know, the tube runs out to the window, and then, you know, you put your window down on it, <coughs> and get one of those, I think that would really help, so y'all pray for me that we get an air conditioner, and our landlord <clears throat> is supposed to come and put in our um, air conditioner, the wall unit, but he has not as of yet. So, um, and we don't really want to attempt it because we don't have all the tools and shit. So, yeah, you heard that because we didn't, we don't have shit really. Um, we haven't had furniture and stuff in a minute and it's just because, you know, like we were paying a lot more rent that we could have technically afforded on one income, you see, because I was basically, you know, trying to support both of us on, you know, one income, and Chris got, you know, the occasional client <clears throat> here and there, which saved our asses a few times, literally, like, please send him some clients, Jesus, you know, prosper us, please, God, you know, <clears throat> but, you know, like, times got tough for 
a minute there. And we had to choose between eating and paying our rent. And in the daily time, as time is going past in the month, it's like we need food right now. Um, I need a miracle, God, you know, send a miracle, you know, and like we just got downgraded because we weren't able to get our t second income up and running right away because Chris had eye surgery. So, you know, he just got cleared for work on January 14th. So when we couldn't hit February rent, they wouldn't work with us. We had to leave. <clears throat> so, yeah, there's that whole story. But you know, Jesus rolled us out into this um, this little bungalow, which I'm super grateful for because we were living in a hotel for three, like three and a half weeks. And uh, that cycle is done. That cycle's chopped, cut, deleted. Archangel Michael step in and cut that cord because that's not what Jesus wants for me. That's not what God wants for me. So I'm not going to have anything to do with that shit anymore that doesn't belong to me that probably belongs to my family <clears throat> like my mom and dad self-sabotaging themselves and then I picked up that same energy from them you know I mean nobody tries to be bad unless you don't know any better you know and then you accidentally make yourself fail and it's because you really don't want change <clears throat> Anything that's hard to do that you try to brush off that you keep thinking about, you're supposed to be doing that shit. And you're just, you're in denial of it and your soul will probably torture you until you go and do it. Um, well, I believe that, <clears throat> okay, y'all know what I just went through? I found out that my marriage was a fake. It was a fucking fake. That man never loved me in the first place. <clears throat> he wasn't capable of loving me because I didn't realize that he was so damaged and had all this, you know, emotional baggage. <clears throat> Until I was like five years in. After I lost my job at Kirby's. Um, then I found out that, um, you know, I found out a few things. And, you know, I should have known, like not to continue but I didn't really have a choice because I had given up everything you know and I had no place to go so I had to go with him <clears throat> in all honesty every red flag was there y'all and it's just like I ignored it and thought oh this is gonna be great you know this will work out it'll be great it wasn't great. It was horrifying and <clears throat> no love, no affection, you know, no form of empathy in the man's body. I mean, like when empathy is absent, there's problems, you know. But anyways, <clears throat> wow, I went deep there, didn't I? Um, yeah, so back to the scooter. <laughs> I really love it and I'm excited about it and now I know my limits with it and guess what I'm sitting dead center in between everything I need the furthest thing down on the seawall that I would need would be Walmart and I know I can make it to Walmart because that's under three miles and then the strand I just came from there and <clears throat> I'll just go out the same way I came in 
I go all the way down 51st to um, Rosenberg and then turn that left on Rosenberg and that'll take me right into the Strand. Just cross Broadway and I'll be in the Strand. And then after that, you know, you're home free. You're there already. So <coughs> 51st is just, uh, wait a minute, oh and a half is just a really long road. And that's the road I live on. So I, I will turn off oh and a half and go down 51st. No. No. I just go over and a half straight to Rosenberg, turn left, go across Broadway, and I'll be down there in the Strand. Because over there is like the historical district once you cross Broadway. So, yeah, that, I mean, and that's three miles almost to the T. So, and I made it, and I had a bar left over, you know, like a whole bar on my battery. So now I know I can go to the smoke shop, I can go to Walmart, I can go to Whataburger, I can go to the dollar store, I can go to <clears throat> McDonald's. We got a McDonald's like right down here on the end of our street. So maybe that's what I'll do tonight is I'll pack my backpack up and um, go down there, take it with me, and then fill it up with McDonald's and bring that shit home tonight. So yeah, this thing has to charge for a while though. Because I ain't getting out there and running out of, you know, steam on, you know, on this road by myself. <laughs> so, I'm going to let it charge good. And by the time Chris gets home, it, you know, may be a little bit better. So, I figure if I got two bars, here's where I should go over here and check this thing. <clears throat> oh, God, my body's so sore. <sighs> Oh, it's already the three bars. Okay. So if this makes it back to fourth bar, I can say it's a full three bar. You see what I'm saying? And then I should be able to make it to McDonald's and back on that. I'm going to look right now. Um, McDonald's. That's it. Okay. So that is, this says four minutes by bicycle. So see, that's how close McDonald's is, you know, and I don't know what they base the bicycle speed on, like how fast that is, but I think it's a little bit longer than it takes me on this thing. <clears throat> I wonder what the average bicycle, let's go look at that. ADHD with me, you all. We'll just surf all over the internet. Oh, yeah, I was looking up bike lanes in Galveston because I like taking the streets to have the bike lane and then the road's real smooth because, <clears throat> you know, you want to try and be as delicate as you can with your scooter so you don't damage it, you know, and it doesn't wear out faster, you know, and you got to show it some love. So let's see. What was I going to go? Chet. Yeah, I got off track. Welcome to my world, you guys. Now you're really getting to know me. I don't know what it was. Shit. And y'all can't tell me. You'd be like, la, la, la. And I'd be like, I can't hear you. <laughs> oh, God. I should not podcast after having a couple shots on an empty stomach. 
So, um, if you guys want to support me and help us get furniture and an air conditioner, <laughs> please reach out to me <clears throat> to PayPal. You can PayPal me. Um, I am shareyourabundance at gmail.com. And um, I got Venmo, but that's under Simply Divine Readings because that's from when I was still doing card readings. Um, if anybody needs energy work, please reach out to me on one of my platforms. <coughs> you can email me at shareyourabundance at gmail.com and reach out to me that way or find me on social media, Missy Conley1972 on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube. <laughs> Facebook, I am Missy S. Conley. If you put that at the end of the facebook.com backslash Missy S. Conley. Yeah, just like it sounds. M-I-S-S-Y-S-C-O-N-L-E-Y. <laughs> I'm cracking myself up. What a day, you guys. Like, um, living on the islands is just an adventure every damn day. Especially when you're starting all over. And guess what? Someone came in today. <clears throat> And they were they were um, invoking entities like deities, and oh, I thought that was so weird. I was like, no, don't come here. But yeah, I probably needed some of those energies anyway. But if y'all don't know what that is, that means calling the name of a goddess or a god and asking for assistance. <clears throat> But don't forget that the devil can disguise himself. So remember who you're working with. You know what I mean? Like you may or may not, it may or may not work out working with the deities that you're working with. Because it could be the enemy in disguise, you see. So now I do believe there are deities that can be contacted. But um, I, I just don't. I don't think at this time that that would be what would be coming through on this planet because there's a spiritual war going on right now and dark can disguise itself as light. So I wouldn't trust any deities right now if I were you. I would treat it like fentanyl. Like that shit is terminal. It will kill you. You know, like you can get involved with something that's not what it says it is and next thing you know, you, your whole family's fucking like cursed and shit, you know, because you got an attachment, you know, you let something in, you invited it in, so technically, <coughs> you know, you're, you're saying whatever you are, come on in, and you don't know any better, so, um, yeah, trust me, the enemy will come in, okay, when I say the enemy, y'all might think, oh, she's Christian, she's talking about the devil, I'm talking about the force of darkness, in this universe that runs through certain vessels of beings that uses uses them to to keep light from coming you know what i mean to like hold people back oh don't do that don't that doesn't look good on you or <clears throat> i would be afraid to get fired if i said that you know people that don't believe in their own destinies and stuff yeah i mean they're 
they're not in connection with the divine and all, and they're being used by the dark force. You know, they have a choice who they want to serve. And <clears throat> I think you either serve the dark or you serve the light. So, and it's more than just, I'm a light worker. It's, I'm, I'm walking with the highest dimensions, like the creator, like Jesus is the most evolved human that I'm aware of to this date. So I'm not saying be a holy rolling Christian. I say walk like Christ, love like Christ did, you know, <clears throat> help people when you can serve the world without resentment running through every fucking penetrating every pore of everybody because resentment is negative if you go to work and you hate it you're poisoning your body okay and i'm talking about on an energetic level because whatever by emotion you're vibrating at is the shape of what your body's going to be in you know your your body's listening to the stress it you know you don't understand energy yet because you're you're still learning. I am still learning. I will always be learning. And I will just share with you what I know. Okay. And since I got you guys on here, I got my forks right here. <clears throat> so everyone under the sound of my voice receive a beautiful, wonderful surprise, blessing from God, the universe, whoever, you know, the divine, whoever you call your, you know, creator, the source, you know, source energy. I'm familiar with a lot of the terms, Mohammed, Allah, you know, because I'm all about coexisting. I'm like, cool, you call it that? That's cool. Let's call in some archangels to support us in our daily, daily routines, you know, just keep negativity away from us, block negative energy, repel it from us, you know, like it, ener negative energy doesn't want to come anywhere near us because we are nothing but pure light and we will drown out the dark. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I want to tune in with them tuning forks is shit like that. And it's so easy because your mind just receives it on that frequency. You don't have to do a damn thing. Your soul has already eaten up every word that I just said. You know, on the, on the frequency, the tuning fork is putting out. It's carrying that information to the higher realms in your favor as well. So like you can say, it's like throwing a paper airplane into the sky and saying, please fulfill this wish for me. It's going up and up and up. Just pretend like it goes up and up and up. Okay. And it's carrying it up to the higher and not in a physical sense. We're talking about quantum sense here. We're talking about, um, you might call it parallel universes or quantum universe, um, digitally creating every moment as you go along with the words that precede it. You know, you can get that detail with your paintbrush because you are dictating what's coming into your life right now. You're dictating what's coming in the future by speaking what you're speaking right now. So you should regularly speak positive things on yourself like, I know that I'm going to be successful at this certain thing, you know, and just repeat it to yourself. The best way to do it is and look it in the mirror. There is a powerful metaphysical energetic exchange between you and your reflection. Okay. And that can make you change your whole fucking paradigm. You know, mirrors are powerful. 
You know what I'm saying? Um, well, do what Beyonce said and go without mirrors for six months and see how you feel differently about yourself. Um, you learn to love your soul inside of your body and you're like, well, maybe I could do this. Maybe I could do that. You're not so hard on your body as you used to be. You know, you're, you're loving and you're sinking into the moment. I would recommend it to anyone. Now, I ain't never done none of that silent thing. I'm honoring the vow of silence right now. So you, you can just listen, you know, and that's really good. That's the one I'd like to get to someday is the one where I, I can finally shut up and listen to someone else. But oddly enough, I think I'm just getting started talking. So I think that once people understand energy and they know that I understand energy like I understand energy, I understand it perfectly enough to make my grandma's healing ability shine with these tuning forks. Shine! Because it's like healing, but evolved. You know, she did it with prayer. I do it with prayer and tuning forks. It's like hand delivering it to God. You know, like when I say higher dimensions, I'm talking about levels of... It's like a quantum thing. I can't explain it. Like the higher you speak, the more positive you speak, the more you'll notice it, that everything just flows very easily, you know. And when you believe that and you let it sink in for a little while, that there are infinite possibilities of what you want coming into your world and you let go of the wheel, quit trying to control it, it'll come right to you. Uh, repeat this shit after me. I am holding space for what I want. That space is there so I can receive X item that I want. Um, the first step in manifestation is wanting. It's desire. And, and you know what? The next step is love. Because you love that item so much. That you want to, you want it to be yours. You want it, you want to possess it, you know. And you can't let that shit go crazy because then you go materialistic crazy. So you really have to balance that part of yourself, which is what I'm doing, obviously. But um, you have to learn how to adore yourself, like to value your body. I talk to my body. I'm like, body, I'm so sorry. It was such a hard day and you did so good and my toe... It's still there, but it hurts, and I'm so sorry for putting you through that with those horrible shoes, you know. I finally just got my new work shoes, so I'm, like, super excited. My feet are happier, and life is good. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like I said, we need everything for the house. We had to basically leave it all because um, we were on the third floor, and Chris is 55, and he's not physically able to carry things up and down three flights of stairs. Uh... There's no way I could do that shit by myself. So we just left all our furniture and stuff. So we are basically sitting here with somebody else's dining room table that was here. And some, and our landlord helped us get some furniture to get started. A sofa and a love seat. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, air mattress. <laughs> so if anybody, like I said, wants to support us, um... You can head over to shareyourabundance at gmail.com and, you know, put that in PayPal is what I was trying to say. 
I also take Cash App. Um, I use it a lot more when I did readings. But um, I feel like, you know, people might feel good helping me. So, you know, I'm going to give them that opportunity and it would benefit us both. And it's like the more you circulate money, the more it comes back to you anyways. And no matter where I'm at, I always tip my people. I tip my service people. I'm doing it the right way no matter what, you know, what it is. Because it's, it's their turn to hold that money for a while, you know. And pay their rent with it. And then when I'm ready to pay a bill, money will circulate back to me, you know. And sometimes money multiplies. When I give a blessing then to someone, then I get that back, you know. And, like, these are the values I want to live by, you know. And as long as I'm blessed, I will help bless the people who serve me when I need it, you know. Because <clears throat> I'm a server at a restaurant, but I still need laundry done. I still need, you know... Um, I might have to do the drop-off service at the laundry because I'm like, man, when it gets tourist season, it's going to be busy and I ain't going to have time to do laundry. I might have to drop it off on the day I go to the Strand and then I'll have my rainforest uniform, you know, like ready the next day when I have to go back. So, um, yeah, it's cool though. I love my job. I love my jobs. Ugh. Both of them are really rewarding for me, <clears throat> and I feel like that's taking some stress off my body, you know, and I get a lot of emotional nourishment from seeing those kids all happy at the rainforest, you know, making their time at the beach when I, like when I was a kid, I get to be that, you know, for them, and also at Belle Free because here I am working in a little gift shop, you know, I used to love going in them gift shops down there at Daytona Beach and seeing all them cute boys working in there. Ooh. And now I get to be working in the shop like they were because I always wanted to live at the beach. So I was like, I could work in a surf shop like this, you know. God hears every whisper, honey. He will give you exactly what you want. You know, you just got to be big enough to dream it or want it, you know. I guess my home life sucked so much that I wished to be elsewhere. You know, the, the beach was the one thing that we could do once a year that made me feel like a normal family, you know. And we won't get into all that, but when you have a schizophrenic parent, then, yeah. And then you, the other part is, you know, I'll get into that in the book, but... You got to get real with yourself. All the things that happened to you when you were young that might have fucked you up, you got to look into them. You got to face them. You got to face your demons. Yep, because they will find you and eat you alive if you don't. And that's called shadow work. And everybody's got to do it. This whole planet is a hot mess right now, like emotionally. <coughs> and it's a little bit chaotic politically. And as we already know, um, but I think we can contain it. And I know we can contain it because there's so much light on this planet right now. That's the only reason that we haven't blown this planet sky high. And I say that with actual belief that it was going to happen. I was worried that we were going to, you know, we might have to have a damn alien intervention to keep us from blowing our planet up. You know, that's what it's really about. It's not an invasion. 
it's you know the people were people are starting to talk about invasions and stuff and i'm like uh no they're probably coming to stop putin from killing us all you know or something or one of them kim john hunga or whatever over there you know like who gave the psycho motherfuckers the buttons to send the nukes out i mean like how did those people get into those positions you know like because of history i get it um but that kind of history is over you know like <clears throat> somebody just need to cut putin's balls right off because he is just he's over the top egocentric and somebody needs to bind the fuck out of him is what they need to do him and his little powwows around the freaking planet. Come on. You're one guy. Like, you're not going to take over the world these days. There's too much, too much love and light. <clears throat> Whew, it's finally cooling off. The sun went down. Oh, Lord Jesus. Well, I guess I'm about to step out here on a porch and cool off for a minute and enjoy the porch weather. It's beautiful outside. It's just hot in, hot inside here. <laughs> so I love you guys and just keep listening. If you can't support me or you don't want to support me, you could like at least share, like, subscribe all that good stuff because that really helps my social media grow and I'm trying to fix my life y'all like <laughs> just be a kind person and share my shit <laughs> it'll help somebody you know so love you guys have the best day ever what's left of it and um let's see what is it don't mess with Texas there there's a Texas fan for you as I'm leaving the podcast. Um, yeah, my shot's kicking in, so I'm going to go before I say some stupid shit, y'all. I love you guys. Have the best day ever. Come back and see me. Bye-bye. <laughs>